Does your friend or family or even yourself own your own small business? Or do you work for a company that is constantly struggling with marketing and figuring out ways, trying to figure out how to keep the doors open, bring in more business, or simply just grow sales? Listen, I know finding the customers you need online can be overwhelming. The customers are out there, but what is the best way to reach them? It's not enough to just build a website and hope that they will come. If you're searching for a proven digital expert to help you find new customers, get existing customers to buy from you more often, Dotcom Media is here to help. Their team has years of experience and proven history of helping businesses fuel their growth through multiple channels and multiple strategies. They'll do all the hard work of attracting new customer leads for your business. Then you can focus on making your business extraordinary. If you would like a quick demonstration of all the different types of services that .com Media does, go to dot-commedia.com, that's dot-commedia.com, and check out all of their services. And mention Halloween Unleashed when you're booking your appointment and receive 20% off any service. You can't lose. Most of you that listen to this podcast probably missed the huge news from this past Friday. This past Friday, it was announced on the Halloween Unleashed Facebook page that actress Marianne Hagen, who played Kara Strode in Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers, will be coming on Halloween Unleashed to answer your questions and some of the deepest, darkest secrets that we've never heard before. We're going to find out what it's like to peel behind the curtain and go onto the set as if we were there through Marion's eyes. That is something that each and every Halloween fan cannot pass up. The recording for Marion Hagen is on January 31st. And you're thinking, how did I miss that? You're not part of the Facebook page. Listen, we have several thousand downloads per month. Why are you not on the Facebook page getting the latest news for your favorite podcast? Also, in addition to Marianne Hagen, Daniel Farrens, the writer of Halloween 6, is coming on this very show as well. And much like Marianne, he's going to walk us through each and every single aspect of what he went through to land the job what it was like being on set since he's one of the only writers in history that has ever had the opportunity to sit on set and watch his work be performed. We're going to find out what some of the backstage drama was all about. Why was that such a cursed and troubled production? Both Marianne and Daniel Farrens are going to spill all for each and every single one of you. I'm estimating it is going to absolutely blow the roof off of this podcast and will probably be two of our very best podcasts that we've ever had. So do yourself a favor and get over to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Halloween Unleashed. Head on over there now and join us. This is your bedroom. This is your bedroom with Blue Chew. 
Blue Chew uses the same active ingredients as in Viagra or Cialis, but now comes in chewable form. Chewable means better, cheaper, and works faster than pills. I've tried Cialis, I've tried Viagra. Blue Chew works the best. It's a fraction of the cost. The Blue Chew has definitely gotten the job done. No in-person doctor visit, no waiting in line, no more awkwardness. Order online to get your first month free. I want my girlfriend to want me, and with Blue Chew, she really does. Blue Chew is the future of manhood. Go to bluechew.com and restart the party. Or call 800-232-8803. 800-232-8803. This is the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. Featuring the cutting room floor. And now, here are your hosts for the week. Week. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Halloween Unleashed. I am Dylan Cloud, today with Mr. Chris Morgan, here to give you the history of the ghost. Chris, how are we doing today? I am good, brother. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. It's been a good day. been off work today, getting a lot of work caught up around the house, and now we're about to edumacate the, the masses. Absolutely. I always look forward to these. I, I didn't for a little while, but... Uh... You know, as we got uh, our sea legs underneath us, I I get to the point where I look forward to it every week. So, yeah, and I think it's just helpful because you know you get so many questions all the time, and and I think a lot of the times we get the generic questions on the posts, like you know we tell people you know ask your questions about the ghost, and then they ask you how did you start everything? What's your favorite match? All this other stuff. So I think cataloging these episodes really allows us just to have a a quick copy and paste. Here's your answer to everything you could ever want and more. Absolutely, and that's that's really um, initially why I started this whole thing because I I you know like again you know I started with uh, with HMMAT the podcast with with Kevin King and um, we were cataloging a lot of different things because you know the one thing that I that I told him I was like yeah I want to I want to talk about everything and encompass everything. Um, and try different things, but the the main thing I want to get out is if it's just a segment or if it's a whole episode. I don't know. I said, but I, you know, I get so many of the same questions, and instead of trying to answer the same thing forty, fifty, sixty times um, a month, it's just it's just easier to to do this. And you know, with the way back Wednesday episodes, now um, we have all that content. So anytime somebody says that they want to hear something or an in-depth story, well, chances are we've we've already covered it at some point. So, did you get any feedback from the last episode that that we did together? Yeah, you know, it's just kind of the same. You know, every time we put on an episode, we get the, all all the awesome comments. I've never really had a negative one, um, mostly because we keep the assholes away. But it's you know, people just seem to like it. They think we're really funny together. Um, no, not trying to blow smoke up mine or your ass, but they really liked when all three of us were together, and they just like the banter. Um, what was it when you did? I think it was an impersonation you did last episode, or something you said that every, every that most messages were like when Chris did that. I you know I spit out my drink. I I, I <laughs> shit myself. I lost my mind. I can't remember for the life of me what it was. But it, it was something that everyone just thought you, you were just the funniest some bitch in the world. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, um, there's some nights where I feel like just, you know, where I can go out there and start rattling stuff off, and but there's some nights where I'm just I'm totally fried. 
if I seem like I'm a little subdued this week, um, I've been uh, I've been very very busy with the with the business. Oh, well, I completely understand. You know, I, I lot you know with the cutting room floor I've gotten. I mean, recently, you know, I've I've got six orders from one guy. You know, I launched the T Public thing. That's doing pretty good. My Instagram numbers are going up. So you know, you're not the same thing, but you know, trying to get my own brand out there and putting a lot of work into that on top of the other two jobs that I you know I do full time, and then all the you know the, the normal stuff day to day that you got to do. And you know, the New Year's been very productive, but but certainly very busy. Not that I'm complaining. Those I think the show and just everything's going in a great direction so um I, I had a question for you actually before we dive into the ghost um you know whenever you post a new or mass that you finished you never throw out you know wmp gky new mold so is it still um what's the word i'm looking for um acceptable or or is it the right terminology to still call yourself wmp do you still call yourself that because I know, you know, the rise and fall of WMP, you're still Chris Morgan making the stuff. I know you don't throw that out there, but is that still the appropriate thing to say? If, you know, like if I, if I were to tell someone, I've got a reigning red 2019, would it be inappropriate if I were to say a WMP reigning red? Um, I guess it's tomato, tomato, really. Um, I mean, I at first, when I was getting back in and just kind of dabbling here and there and somebody would throw out, yeah, I'm going to get a WMP. I'm like, WMP's dead. It's closed. And it it still is, but I mean, that that's a company I ran for over five years and that's that's going to be synonymous with me no matter um, you know, but people are still going to call me WMP no matter what. So. Okay. Makes sense. All right, so we're talking about the ghost today, and from what you told me, the original ghost came out in 2012, that's correct? That is correct. Where did the ghost come from, the original ghost? It was a Nemesis retool. I bought the master um, from Darren Jones, who uh, went by the screen name Stranger at Home, and he got his master copy from... um, of the nemesis from black lodge studios and black lodge studios um, bought theirs directly from terry lambert at cgp and and i assume you made changes to it you know what did what did you do because i don't think i've ever actually seen an original ghost i don't think really or if i have i'm trying to think um i he, he's in he's in um, the MMMC group. Um, Michael Aguilar or Miguel Aguilar, and I'm probably butchering that, but I know he has one of the originals. He bought it on eBay um, back in the day uh, when I was producing them. Um, so he, I'm I'm surprised he hasn't posted a picture of it yet. But he hit me up for for a new version. Um, here recently so that's something that's going to happen at some point but uh yeah maybe maybe throw a post out to him or maybe i'll tag him in something just ask him to post post his original i think i still have um pictures of it and i'm gonna look while while you're talking okay because um so were a lot of those made because i know around 2012 you know you've had so many great sculpts throughout the years you know and you oftentimes will have many of them produced at the same time 
how popular was it and, and how many did you sell roughly or, or you know was it more than you could count um no it was here here is the thing with with that and i it was my first foray into doing anything in clay that was my first time um so the hardest thing for me to do was to price my own stuff i had never done it before it was easy for me to buy a master or a mold or team up with somebody that was producing and i convert blanks or whatever and just charge what the going market rate was that was the easy part um, the hard part is is putting a value on your own stuff, especially it being your first thing that you've ever done. So uh, I didn't make it widely available. Um, I I did it just as a what if, just to see what I could do. So you know maybe I could save myself a little money instead of having to pay Amy or Luke or or Brian or whoever else was working on stuff maybe i could save a little money and if i could do a decent enough job anytime i wanted to fix something or or come out with something new maybe it's something i could do on my own and i didn't have to go outside the 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 company at all so that's originally what it started out as it was just kind of like okay i had somebody working for me five days a week 20 hours a week um so you know they were they were doing a lot of the mold making and the casting and um you know, so outside and like what I was doing is I was doing the painting, uh, weathering and, and, and herring. And anytime I didn't have any of those going on, um, and he was out working, doing the other stuff, I had some downtime, you know? And so I would, I, I just one day just said, what the hell, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I have it already, uh, you know, siliconed and, and ready to go. So. Um, I had clay and I'm like, let me melt it down. Let me pour it in and let me see what, what I can do with this thing. And it started out with just a little bit here, a little bit there. And it, you know, what happened at the time is as I started working on it, Jimmy Falco actually said to me, um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of a KH. And I was like, well, shit, maybe I'm better than I thought I was, you know, like pumping myself up, you know, and, uh, you know, for the record, I wasn't <laughs> so, um, but at the time, you know, like, you know, not, not, not ever really doing this before and starting to do that. I'm like, damn, you know, people are starting to, to like what this is, what this is shaping up to be. People were interested. Um, you know, Jimmy's like, Hey, I want you to, um, to redo my my KH, um, what was the what was the KH that uh, that was re-released under Andrew Santagato? Um, I think he said this. Maybe this, I know he said the unlimited. This the wasn't Supreme? released by it, this wasn't released by Ken. It was by Andrew Santagato. Um, what that he did like the Dick Warlock project? I'm I'm thinking. Oh. Mm. Jesus Christ! What I cannot believe I'm I'm forgetting this. this I can it. literally see it. <laughs> yeah, the image, the image. That's what it was. Um. So, I. He asked me. He he wanted me to redo his his image, 
and he said, while you have my image there, why don't you reference that while you're sculpting that and see what you come up with? So then it turned into, hey, how close can I make it look like this? And that was my goal at the time. Let me get as close to this as I possibly can. Um, personally, I don't think I, I got anywhere near the ballpark. I don't think I was even five miles from the ballpark. But some people saw the resemblance and, you know, um, liked it. Um, the first copy that I poured, um, I did up and I was trying to mimic um, AHG's um, KH at the time. Um, and I, I, I took it to the horror hound, um, Cincinnati or not Cincinnati, Indianapolis, where Jamie Lee Curtis was that, that convention, that was my cosplay mask. And I'm meeting a lot of the higher ups, um, considered the higher ups and the, and the mask community, that saw that thing and they're like, what the fuck is that? That is badass. And it was just one thing after another, one person after another just kept saying, that's badass. That's badass. I, I, I want one. How much are you charging? And I could never give them an answer. I said, to be honest with you, I never even thought anybody was going, going to like it. So I honestly don't have a price. And so then at that point, um, I had probably, by the time I posted the pictures from the convention, um, I probably had, if I had to guess, probably 75 people reach out wanting to buy one. And I'm like, I don't know what to charge for this damn thing. So um, it just it just really just kind of took on a life of its own. And I, I really... You know, I had no intention, so I was like, okay, well, if people are wanting it, and I'm going to make it a limited piece, not like limited, like a numbered limited, just, you know, just kind of scale it back and, um, you know, not make them readily available. We had just come out with the JTK earlier that year. We were about to release um, the V75. Um, I was like, I really don't want to to really get in any type of production or where people are saying, what should I buy? Should I, should I cancel this order and switch to this or whatever the case may be? Um, I, I didn't want to muddy the water in that regard. So I just kind of said, all right, this is going to be exclusively kind of like what I did with the GPW um, signature series last year, where I said, this is going to be an auction only mask. And I'm going to put a couple out there and just kind of see what the market says it's worth. Um, I just sent you the picture, by the way. Um, and whatever the market says it's worth, that's what we're going to charge. And um, people were were bidding the shit out of it. And I was like, I don't really think it's even that good. Dude, that's great. I'm looking at this. This is fucking phenomenal. I might, I might like this more than the seventy-eight. I would I would highly disagree, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean for for what it was, for the time that it was, for all intents and purposes, you know, it it definitely served its purpose, and um, 
I sold I sold um, one of my masters to that because I knew I was never going to produce another one of those uh, in that incarnation. Um, <clears throat> I um, I sold that master off. I forget who bought it, but I did hear uh, later down the road that something happened to where it ended up getting destroyed. So there's not even a master copy of this anywhere around. So you said this came from the from the Nemesis. What what did you do in the process of altering it? Um, everything. Um, for, first and foremost, I, I and I don't know. And this is not a knock on Terry. And people are going to hear what they want to hear. But this is not a knock on Terry. But uh, you know, I bought the reigning red master from from Terry. Um, I bought essentially a CGP Nemesis master. That didn't come directly from Terry, but it it traces back to Terry. Um, but very like the the Saint Nick and and various various uh, masters that he's had or friends that have had um, from him, they've always had um, like the shaping was always weird and the the bridge of the nose. Um, always looked like it was from the forehead to the tip of the nose it was like literally there was no indentation it was straight down so it was it was always kind of strange so you know that's one of the one things like on on the red on on the nemesis and everything that i always said i i'm wanting to fix if i'm gonna fix something so it started with that and um on the nemesis original master the eyebrows are so tiny, so small that I wanted to, to build those up a little bit and redo those. Um, the nemesis eyes, um, they are so deep and they're, they're inaccurate. So I was like, I, I want to re-sculpt those. Um, I don't like how tiny the nose is. So I want to kind of flare this out a little bit and, and fix that. Um, <clears throat> now the lips, I was trying to shoot for, the image um, mouth, I, I, obviously I failed miserably. But uh, the other thing is, is I wanted to add some definition to the cheekbones and, and different things with this. And just literally just just kind of really give it a, a real mean, like angry look to it. And that was kind of like once I got into it and I started seeing like the mean V brow and the scowl on its face, I said, okay, let's just make this thing a mean motherfucker. And like the, like the ghost name actually came at the very end of the project where somebody, um, said, you know, I can't wait to see some white on that thing. That thing is going to look like a fucking ghost. And at that point I'm like, well, that's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it the ghost. Makes sense. Uh, well, you know, what, what brought the demise of that on? Because, you know, obviously you don't produce them in mass anymore. Uh, you know, other than moving on to the 78, what was the, it, you know, if WMP hadn't shut down, you know, why did you stop producing the original Ghost? Um, I started, I stopped producing a lot of things, just that, you know, either I wasn't doing a lot of or whatever. So they were just molds that were sitting in my shop, my old shop. Uh, this in particular uh, came, I mean, you've, you at this point, people are probably he tired of hearing it. I'm sure you are too. But I've said it many times that 
you know, when everything went down in 2014, I started having a fucking fire sale of everything. Um, so the ghost was one of those like fire sale type things where it was hard to look at because people that were praising it, people that were loving it, people that had bought one were also the same people that were trashing me. And so that just brought negative, negative thoughts in my head. And I'm like, let me just erase any existence of it. So that's why I sold it off. But I, I sold it off and sold several other molds off that I just wasn't using anymore. And I look back and I'm like, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. But, you know. Now, how did we move from the original Ghost to the 78? Is, is it just a similar name, or does the 78 originate from the original Ghost? Um, this is a story I haven't told. Um, so it went through it went through two incarnations. All right, the first incarnation was when I was uh, chatting it up with Dan Ferens and. You know, the whole Marcus Dunstan uh, Halloween Returns thing was going to happen. I was chatting with Malik, Marcus Dunstan, and Dan Farrens about me doing a mask. Um, I'm like, well, I'll just I'll just repour the Nemesis. You know, the Nemesis, you know, its origins are are from are from an original 78. I can tool it into whatever I want it to be. Um, <clears throat> but the but the Nemesis first incarnation that ended up becoming the ghost 78 was a mass that everybody seems to like that got turned in for the 2018 film that I submitted, which was the one. So the one was originally the ghost 78. And what ended up happening was, um, obviously I did that retool into the, into the one that I wanted to submit for the film. I did do a couple copies because obviously they didn't pick it. And, uh, we all, we all know the history of that. Um, but at that point I, I was feeling, I was feeling a little guilty. Um, not guilty in a sense I was doing anything wrong cause I wasn't, but I was feeling a little guilty to myself. I'm like, here, here I was, I did this, I did this for this production that ultimately didn't get picked, but now I'm I'm offering it up to the collector market. I just didn't feel right about it, so I'm like, if I'm gonna release a version of it or or whatever, um, it's got to be different than the one that I submitted for a production um, for a potential movie. So I took that, put it back in clay, and then finished it off and fix things I didn't like for that for that part of the sculpt and it ended up becoming the Ghost 78. And what year did the 78 officially come out? 2018, August of 2018. August 2018. Cuz I know, you know, of my era being in the hobby as far as, as from you anyway, all the mass that I've seen in, in regards to stage 1, you know, it's the it's the Ghost 78, the SS 78, the GKY you know, those are the, the, the Chris Morgan masks of my era. Um, and, and, and each of them, I think, every incarnation is a little bit better than the last. You know, when you, when you released it, what was the public reception on your end? Um, it, was, it was very, very positive. 
you know and it, it's like what's funny is is people are like man i still i still wish that he would uh bring back the one um it, it's just funny every time i read that i'm like you don't realize that the one is essentially the ghost 78 it's that's what's funny i don't think i've ever actually seen the one you have you just don't know that you have Ah, <laughs> oh, I gotta make a new mold in the next week or two um, because the current production mold I had wore out. Seems you're good at wearing things out. It's what she said. <laughs> Pop my blue chew and goddamn pal. And I feel like I've seen one, but maybe I'm, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, one question of the few that we got, people kept saying, you know, where's the Ghost 81? Um, people have been wanting me to convert, I guess you could say, or alter um, the Ghost 78 into an 81. To be honest with you... The Ghost 78 is a 78 mask. It, it's it's not going to be an 81. Um, could I? I couldn't go back to the Nemesis and start over, obviously. But if I if I were to do an 81 version, I would have to take this version, put it in clay, and literally resculpt the eyes, basically, and stuff it a little differently to to make it look fat, like Warlock's head was in there. And I would have to just completely redo that. But but to be honest, I got I got some other projects I'm working on. Um, obviously, you know I'm doing an original project. I got a, a a project I can't talk about right now that I'm working on, and I got some other things going on. So as far as a Ghost 81, the soonest I would ever consider starting on it would be a year, year and a half from now. And who knows at that point if I even want to do it. Well, you had said something earlier about the original Ghost. Well, are you ever going to revisit that? No, because I don't, I don't own anything to it anymore. I sold it off in 2014. Gotcha. You know, you know you've produced a whole lot of, of various H1s throughout. If we were to take the, the, seven, the 78... You know, where where does it stack up? You know, if you were to do, like, a top five, you know, the SS-78 and the V-75 and the GKY and all these things, where does it place for you on, you know, on that scale? Is it your best work? Is it your worst work somewhere in the middle? I'm, I'm always really... Um, I, I, don't, I don't want this to be a non-answer, but it's, it's the answer that I can best give that's honest... Is I really don't, I don't really have a top two, top three, top five. I don't. I mean, people are gonna say, listen to that and say bullshit. Well, to be honest with you, I don't because if there's something that I've been personally involved in, I, the the way I look at where it ranks is really what the audience that it's going to, what they say about it. If People say that they like the ghost over the GKY. It's not going to hurt my feelings any. It's, you know what? It, it both came from me. Who cares? You know. So uh, if somebody says that they like the SS-78 over the ghost 78, great. You know, and the way I look at it is, is we all have individual ta tastes. We all have things that we like, things that we don't like. And, you know, 
that's that's your that's your prerogative that's your opinion and you know that just because you know you don't you don't like the ghost 78 but you like something else somebody else is going to think that the ghost 78 is the cat's meow and that's that's the beautiful thing about this hobby and why I've never understood why people need to argue what's what's more accurate. Just go out and go out and research and pick the one that you, that talks to you the most. Absolutely. And you know, so sorry I didn't answer your question. <laughs> it's okay. Um, cuz you know, you don't see a whole lot of 78s, you know. You probably see a dozen or so every month or so. Most of them came from Hunter who actually sold his um but everyone that has one is just absolutely in love with it. Like, I've never seen someone, you know, have a negative thing to say about it. I'm looking at one right now, the one that Hunter sold, hold, uh, excuse me, that Hunter sold um, to Chris N.K., and it's sitting in a, in his case next to his um, his GKY, and by God, they're both beautiful. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Well, unfortunately, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of questions. That's kind of all I have on, on the end of questions about the 78. Any other interesting tidbits you have about it that we should know about? My dick is nice and hard because I popped a Bluetooth, Bluetooth 20 minutes ago, but... <laughs> is that what, what are you going to beat off to a 78? No. Anywho. Oh, come on, that was funny. Okay. What else you got? Well, that's about all I got. Um, yeah, I figured this would be a little bit of a shorter episode just because we didn't get a whole lot of uh, submissions about it. But, you know, it, I thought it was pretty interesting, you know. And luckily, it's a pretty concise history. So, you know, hopefully anyone who has any questions about it can take the, the short time to listen to it. You know, not, not that I don't think a lot of questions about it existed since, you know, its creation is, is still pretty pretty new. Do you know um, what we're going to cover next? I believe it was the V75, wasn't it? Yeah, yep, I think so. All right. Well, Zachman says he's going to be in on that one, but I'm, you know, he said he was going to mm. be in on this one, and he wasn't, and then he said he was going to be in on the last one, and he wasn't, so I don't know, man. Everyone who hears this, send Zachman a hate message until he said, until he's in. <sighs> All right. So, um, anything else you want to leave with closing, or is that good? No, I got a couple episodes coming out. A couple more scheduled. Um, do want to thank everyone. Horror Forever has actually just uh, reached another milestone. We have passed the shape of Halloween for um, as far as many members that we have, which I'm I'm very happy to announce that because you know, kind of a that group was kind of stolen from me. You know, without getting too into it, so I'm I'm pretty happy to see that we finally gotten past them where we should be. I uh, I got peace now with Adam, and I'm just not even going to comment on that, and I'm just going to say congratulations, and you know, leave it there. And then you know, um, and as far as uh, you know, the Instagram still the same, Facebook page still the same. Um, I I put out a new price list for um. All, all the stuff I'm producing, um, a small increase in price on the Hawks just uh, for the new year. Um, threw that out uh, the day of recording this. So, yeah. 
That's awesome, man. Well, keep kicking ass. I, I'm looking forward to people listening to the Paul Fitzgerald episode, uh, which is going to drop tomorrow. Um, did you get a chance to listen to Way Back Wednesday? And if you did, what did you think? I started listening to it, and so far I'm, I'm digging it. You know, but that's the thing. When I, I listen to basically the whole HMMAT podcast catalog. Oh, that's you know, right. In the process of, of working up to this, you know, um, I remember when this started, you know, a, a couple of years back. So I'd kind of already heard everything, but it, you know, I think it's always good for everyone to go back and get a little memory refresher in the, especially for the rise and fall of WMP, just because people ask about that all the time. So I think it helps, you know, because, you know, you don't respond instantly to everything. I mean, who who could? So if I'm around and see a question like that, or if anybody knows the answer and can be helpful, it doesn't always have to come from you. So I think everyone should just listen to it and get an answer. That way, if someone comes along and asking about it, they can either point them in that direction or give a, a, a summarized answer. So you don't have to keep getting bombarded with the same, you know, questions a hundred times. Well, the... And I'm just going to say this, and it, again, I'm, I'm getting better about it, but in the past, people used to say that, you know, I get pissed off when people ask me questions. I don't get pissed off when people ask me questions. When people that follow your page or follow your podcast or have liked a post about your podcast or whatever the case may be, they know the subject matter. Okay, then three to six months later, they turn right around and ask that question, and you know that they listen to it, and it's like, um, hello, didn't you listen to the episode? And it's like, it, it's like when I say that, it's I, I guess in text it comes off as I'm being short or I'm being an asshole, and I'm I'm not. I'm just I'm curious. I'm like, you know. Maybe I wasn't clear, and if that was the case, please tell me. You know, tell me I wasn't clear, and I'll do my best to clear it up. But I guess in text, it comes off as like I'm just completely pissed off that they asked that question. But I'm 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 perplexed at that point. Going, well, if you listen to the episode, you know why why are why are we doing this in PM here? You know, it's uh, it's already been answered as far as I know. Um, here's the episode. I'll say because I'm guilty of doing that to you as well. You you certainly do come off like a douche in text, but again, you're not a person who loves to text or or, or general message. So sometimes it's just easier to throw out a quick response. And I think people will hear thing you know hear things differently than you know they're intended to be sent. You know, I'm 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 definitely guilty of that as far as misreading you know intentions behind a message. But you know, sometimes I think just providing someone a quick link. It helps. That's why, you know, we keep the catalog up. Um, and anyone can, you know, those can, you know, those old episodes and that old podcast can still be found for anyone who wants to, you know, go enjoy it on their own time. Actually, it can't. It it definitely, it got pulled down. Um, oh, did that, it? That's why I brought back Way Back Wednesday. Ah. Uh, um, so that I can start putting those back up um, under our our umbrella because the, the way I look at it is... There's a lot of people that dedicated a lot of time to that, and what what I say about that is, you know, you know, Kevin donated like a Friday or Saturday night of his 
of his life that he could have been out with his girl, you know, or could have been doing something else, but he chose to sit and bullshit with me on a topic for two hours. Now I am doing condensed versions of them and it's you're believe me, you know, what I'm cutting out is really just filler. It's it's not, it's not anything that people are going to say, why did you cut that out? I missed something viable there. It's much tighter condensed show. Tighter's always better. I agree. That's why I put it in the butt. <laughs> Spit on it first. <laughs> Gotta have a little courtesy like that's just you know, that's just proper etiquette. And when I do it before I stick it in I go <laughs> You know, right right square in the and the fucking brown eye right before I slide it in. Like, the snot actually makes a nice lube, and if you blue chew up before you do it, it's even better. The sensation is really good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not, one of these days, you're going to say something like that and turn around, she's going to be standing in the doorway. I'm just going to hear her beating you with a rolling pin. Well, funny story before we part. Um, 2013. Uh, Corey Jones and I were recording Mass Talk Radio. We were trying to be entertaining, trying to be funny, and I think I still have it somewhere, but we were talking about getting getting back together for Days of the Dead because Tara Reed was going to be there. And I said, if she's going to be there and she still has a cocaine problem... I would love to just get a fucking eight ball and snort it out of her ass crack. And I turn right around and she's looking right at me and I'm going, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was not a fun night in my house. That's because she knows it's completely true. Maybe not an eight ball of cocaine, you know. <laughs> Maybe some powdered, maybe some powdered sugar or something, you know. <laughs> oh, good God! <laughs> ah, well, Jesus. Well, if you're cracking up, I'm I'm sure that the audience will love that. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be the soundbite that everyone sends me messages. Uh, I died laughing on the on the eight ball out of the ass crack comment. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, Corey thought it was great, and we had. I mean, that that was a live show. And there was a chat room going at the at the time, and people thought that was fucking hilarious. People were just laughing their ass off, and I'm sitting there with sweat and bullets because I'm like, I, I don't ever want to get off this episode because I know what I got to go face. <laughs> oh, oh, that was one of those prolonged things. So she heard it, and then you finished the episode. Yeah, I was hoping because like three and a half hours and I'm like maybe if I can just come into the come into the room and she's asleep great I'm not in trouble <laughs> yeah no she was wide awake waiting <laughs> <laughs> you bad bad boy I hope you learned your lesson I did I did oh uh, well that's all I got you got anything else Dad? nope we can we can be done 
Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed featuring the cutting room floor. Be sure to follow us at anchor.fm slash Halloween Unleashed and on our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. For all video versions of the cutting room floor, please visit youtube.com slash user slash Dylan Cloud 97 and subscribe. Be sure to share our episodes on social media and we'll be back next week with an all new episode.